0: Good morning. Good to be here in God's house today. Amen? Amen. I'm glad to be here. How about you? Uh, my wife is with me today of uh, 46 or 47. She's one, one or the other. We having such a good time Who <laughs> no keeping up with you. My granddaughter Callie is with me. The Lord's with us. It's the most important thing. What I'll be speaking about today is God's plan and God's timing. It came to me this morning as I entered this building about God's plan. You see, back when I was a young man, we won't go back how far, the lady in the neighborhood, Dot Sigma. She brought me and her two sons to Bible school here way back in the day. You see, I'm living a plan this morning that I had no idea of God's plan. See, I believe God's got a plan for everyone in this room here today. You see, I've come full circle here today. I've come full circle because I'm right here. Some odd years later, that I had no idea that that would happen. Thank you for allowing me to be here today. As Fred talked about earlier, about starting off a new year, this first Sunday, a new year, 2024. If you watch TV or social media or whatever you may watch at home, You might have seen recaps of events that happened in 2023. You might have seen things that happened. It might have been good things and bad things that happened in your life in 2023. But I can tell you most important thing was God was always there for you at those times. Amen? Amen. See, he won't fail you. He's there 24 hours a day. We can look to him any time. Anne asked me the new year. She said, Randy, what do you think you're going to do? What's something you want to do? You know, we make these resolutions that we don't ever stick to. We're going to go to the Y and exercise and maybe get on a diet. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> what are you going to do different this year, Randy? She said, what's some of the things I answered it this way. I asked God to show me some new things or a mission, something different from where I've been serving before. Now, don't get me wrong. You've got people in here, and I appreciate your serving. I enjoy serving. But I asked God to take me to a new way in 2024. See, I think today, Christians, God is calling us to step out deeper, in 2024, it don't take a rocket scientist to see what kind of world we're living in today. we got to carry out the Great Commission, amen? Because it's a short time. That always it's heard as you get older, time seems shorter. It is short. But we've got something to look forward to. God says he's coming back after us. Things to come. If you want to today, turn in your Bible. We're going to look in Jeremiah to start off with. Jeremiah chapter 1. Chapter 1, we're going to look at uh, God's judgment on Judea and also the calling of Jeremiah. I think it would be appropriate to stand today and read God's word, okay? The calling of Jeremiah, verse 4. The word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Ah, sovereign God, I said, I do not know how to speak. I'm only a child. But the Lord said to me, do not say, I'm my only child. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you to. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you. He will rescue you, declares the Lord. Be seated, please. The key verse, I formed you in the womb, I knew you. I've known you before there was a you to be known to anyone else. God knew us before we was conceived. The wife made a statement. I didn't know how to take this, but she, she said, uh, I know you, Randy. Those people you're speaking to there today, they don't really know you, but I know you. She lives with me. She sees me. She knows me. The real me. But most of all, God knows me. The real me. He knows each and every one in this room. And if he knows me, he knows the things that I do. You see, we think, We can get in the closet, we can hide, but you can't hide from God. He knows me because I'm a child of his. But thank goodness for grace and love. I can use a lot of grace at times. I don't know about you, but I think we've got to be careful how far we stretch at grace and pushing our limits. And grace. Verse 6 Jeremiah comes up with this and he says, I don't know how to speak. I'm only a child. See, Jeremiah was already ready for an excuse to give God for his calling when God called him out. He said, I don't know how to speak. I'm only a child. You know, I can think of times that the Lord's called me to go places that I can come up with excuses pretty quick. I can think of things that happened in my life that, no, Lord, you you know, you get you get hired to go. He could do a lot better job and qualified more than I am. I can remember when he called me out to go to New York City to hand out Gideon Bibles up there a year before 911. Old redneck boy from Rocky Mountain, you're gonna go to New York City. I said, You kidding me? You want me to go to, I hadn't even been on an airplane. And here I'm going from Rocky Mountain to New York City, and not only that, I'm gonna stand on a street corner and hand out Bibles. You got to be kidding. Well, I went, and I was glad to get back to Rocky Mountain, I tell you that. i seen things that I won't even tell you about i seen. But one thing I did see up there in New York City, God was not dead there. Bibles was handed out to those students at New York City College. I mean, a little bit everywhere. Queens, we went to Queens, we went to Harlem. But I'm glad I got back. But what I'm saying, if God calls you, and he's speaking to someone here today in this room, if God's calling you, Don't miss your calling. Don't make excuses. God's going to take you to a higher calling and a plan that you and I can't explain to you here today, but God can. Amen? Don't be afraid, it says. Don't be afraid, Jeremiah. I'm going to be with you. I'll be with you all the way. For you must go, everyone I send you to, Say, whatever I command you, do not be afraid for them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Whatever he calls you to do, accept it cheerfully, because it's a gift. You've heard of spiritual gifts. I'm sure preacher Larry Holland, J. Larry Holland, has talked to you about spiritual gifts. He talked to me a lot. I went to Franklin Heights, but still going to Franklin Heights for a long time. Spiritual gifts. The Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit speaks to you. You got to go. You got to go. The Holy Spirit is speaking here today. I hope the Holy Spirit's in this room today before we leave him here. Look over in Jeremiah twenty nine, verse eleven. Jeremiah chapter twenty nine, verse eleven. This is one of the most read verses for a new year. Can be found in Jeremiah. Twenty nine eleven. listen what God's word says. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, for not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call upon me, come and pray to me. I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me. When you seek me with all your heart, key word, heart, remember that. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you what? Back from captivity. I will gather up you from all nations and places I banished you, declares the Lord, and bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. As I said earlier, God has a plan for you. You know, we've all been on vacations, maybe planning one for 2024. You're making plans to go off somewhere. You're going to make plans how to get there. You're going to make plans where you're going to stay at, how many days you're going to be gone. Some of us has even got down to the point we're going to trip out on, we're going to plan Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, maybe gone for a week. You're going to plan what you're going to do on Monday, what time you're going to go to Disney World the next day, are you going up North Myrtle Beach the next day. You make plans, right? And sometimes just gets up and throw our luggage in a car and hit the road. Well, it don't happen at my house. We're going to have things planned out, where we're going to stay at. And you know, the most important thing we're going to know is where we're going to eat at. <laughs> I'm talking to Baptists this morning. I know y'all like to eat. <laughs> I like to eat. You're not having to eat what, you know, we're not eating after service day, are we? No. (laughs) Larry told me he was. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But we're going to want to know what we're going to eat at. The most important thing, plants. You know, I don't know if you've seen this or not, but New Year's Day, ball dropping in New York City, you could have went to Applebee's for $1,600 a person, you and your wife could win went in there and eat. Right there on the downtown where the ball was, you could went in there and eat, Had music, dance, and then they had a little designated area outside the restaurant that you could just walk out and watch that ball drop. $1,600, really? <laughs> I mean... Some people did it. It wasn't me. I don't know where side is today. See, anyway, a lot of money thrown away. <laughs> but you know, as you take time to plan, map out things. I looked this morning. I had a plan. I said, I'm going to get there at 10.30. I need to get there early. Come on, girls. Let's go. Papa's ready. I had a plan to get there. We're going to make plans. As I mentioned on vacation, you make a plan to go. It don't always work out like you. might have a flight delay. Your airplane may get delayed. Bad weather. You may get there and be sick. We was at uh, Myrtle Beach Thanksgiving. We always go down there for Thanksgiving. I got down there the first day I got sick. I was sick the next day. I was sick the next day. I didn't get to go eat those honey hole places. I was disappointed. I looked at the wife come pride and I said, Ann, if I'm going to be sick, I'll just soon be back at the house, okay? So we got in the car and come home. Some plans don't work out the way we want it to. And that's a good thing. If it's not God's plans, our plan's not going to work out. Jeremiah says, God's plans for you and I can depend on in life. He says he makes it personal to you. For I know, it's personal. I know the plans I have for you. And plans for prosperity, that don't mean a big RA account or CD or wealth. All those things are fine but that's not what he's talking about here to me. He's talking about prosperity in your growth and your walk with the Lord. How far have you grown? Are you looking to grow more in 2024? I think it means to walk with Jesus. See, we've got a great commission, people. I thought about this church as I was thinking about it this week. Rocky Mount Baptist, it's Rocky Mount all around you. And I think about this church as a hub right here in Rocky Mount, a centerpiece. They say it's what, 6,000, 7,000 people in the town of Rocky Mount? It's probably about a third of those people here in town that goes to church. Think about it. It's a lot of lost souls in the town of Rocky Mountain not attending church. It's a lot of lost souls in Bryan County not attending church. I saw, you know, if you want to be a bean counter, Bryan County has fifty-seven, or 8,000 people in it. A third of that, you got about 30,000 in Bryan County not going to church. Whose responsibility is it? If we don't go out in the community and love people and tell them about Jesus, as somebody told me, I guarantee you somebody, everybody here today, somebody told you about Jesus and led you to the Lord. You have a testimony. Everyone in here does. Something to share. You know, people just want to talk nowadays. They just want a little love. Don't you like to be loved on? Someone to listen to you? May I ask you something? How many times have you made plans and Ann asked me this. She said, Wholeheartedly, how many times have you made plans, as I mentioned earlier, heart, have you made plans without truly wholeheartedly seeking God's will? I'm talking about wholeheartedly. She asked me this question a couple weeks ago when the situation was come up. She said, did you seek God wholeheartedly before you give that answer, Randy? And my answer was, no. Sometimes we choose to go in our own direction without seeking him wholeheartedly. How did that work out for you? How did that work out for you? Sought to go on my own way. Well, you know God, we can get pretty proud and stick our chest out. God, I, I got this. I've done that before. I can handle it. See, I'm a I'm a fella that I like to fix things. It kind of goes with my line of work. Oh, I didn't mention I was a used car dealer, did I? God can save you, Cardell. They can save anybody. Amen. (laughs) But you know, I like to fix things. If something happens, I want to fix it. You can ask my wife afterwards. But there's some things you just can't fix, it's got to be in God's plans. As I mentioned earlier, this is God's plans. Amen. You know, I don't know what plans God has for Rocky Mount Baptist. As you look for a new pastor, which I know you are. But the main thing, people, is to look at the planner, not the plans. The God send a godly man. You know, we need godly men in churches all in the county. I could name off several that don't have a pastor. We need a godly man in the government. They, we won't get into that. We need a <laughs> godly man in as a ruler. But Jeremiah, if I go over, y'all come back next Sunday, Larry Holland will make it up to you. <laughs> There's one of his famous quotes, Deborah, press on, press on, press on, press on. <laughs> Man, I, you know, Larry, I love him. He, he uh, comes to see me. Uh, I sold him a car, can you believe that? Uh, that's where it all started. He came to see me in '90, right out there, invited me and the wife to church, and he's loved on me ever since. But, uh, what's this book about, Jeremiah 29? Jeremiah appeared to the Jews to return to God. And turn from hypocrisy and idolatry. Jeremiah warned them of the judgment coming if they kept refusing God to serve the one and only God. A warning. Hey, people, God has given us a warning as I'm standing here breathing to the United States of America if we got to get back to the one God because judgment is coming, Amen? amen? You're here today. You know Jesus Christ is your Savior. That's a precious gift that you can have. It's free for a gift of eternal life. I don't know everyone in this room. I don't know where you stand with God, but God does. And he may be calling you here today to follow him in 2024. But Jeremiah sought the people for God's mercy towards them. For I know the plans I have for you. See, God is concerned about the total well-being of his children here this morning. And his desire is for them to receive their full blessings, his love, his grace, and mercy. My wife loves me. Shake your head again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you something. God's love is greater, love you may have never holy, understanding love God has for you this morning. It's a whole different bottle of wax, a whole different bottle of love God has for you. If anybody can go on the cross, die for my sins, that's the love I'm talking about. I don't know anybody else would do that for me. Do you? Time's running short, people. Time's running short. In closing today, you may ask, how do I know God's plan? How am I going to know? Your answer's in the Word of God and directions. And listen to what the Holy Spirit tells you. If you don't ask, you won't know. And learn to accept the answer. You may not get the plan in your life that you asked for, but it will be from God in his own timing. Amen.